G'day everyone, welcome to the Sydney Property Muppets podcast. My name is Kurt Lawther and with me and forever as always is... Chris Clark, buyer's agent. Oh, welcome Chris. Uh, how are you feeling? How are you going? Going well, going well. We're just um, heading into the news period a few days away and into the start of 2024, so looking forward to that. Okay, lovely. I like that, I like that. Feeling refreshed? Fairly nice and refreshed, but also ready to put a bit of a grilling onto you today, my friend. Oh, so don't worry about how I'm feeling. How oh, are you feeling? What do you, what do you mean? What's this grilling that's coming? Well, <laughs> like you, I don't know what's about to come. I was going to say. <laughs> I'm going to say. Um, well, very simply today, we're actually putting the hot, uh, spotlight a bit on real estate agents and hopefully uh, listing and, and viewers out there. Today's topic is going to be how to select all the parts of um, when you're selecting a real estate agent, so sort of the do's and don'ts. Well, we've kind of, do you want to explain, we've flipped yeah. things around today a little so, bit. So usually we like to add um, stories or a bigger story and then sort of go off that and pick points out from that, which we will do today. But instead of Chris and I sort of having that discussion, Chris is actually going to interview me as an agent. Now, we're not so much going to discuss bits of the property and those kind of little yeah. bits and pieces. It's, it's more the overall arching themes and questions to ask, What? how, how does the agent respond to certain questions? I have been absolutely not prepped for this, so it's really good. You're gonna get my honest answer. You can, yeah. So there you go. So back to, I'm gonna be a buyer, uh, sorry, seller. I've got a property to sell. Kurt and I have caught up at you know, cafe or wherever we are. And like he said, not really talking about the particular property, but more gonna talk about you know when I'm selecting the age and things I'm looking for. So let's get going, I think. So Kurt, thank you for coming. Hello, Chris, lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you too. Um, Appreciate coming through. Obviously, I'm looking to sell my property in the not too distant future. Um, I must admit, I do feel a bit awkward sitting here today, Kurt. Um, why, why, why is that? Do you mind if I ask? No, that's fine. Look, there's an agent, Rachel's in the area. Um, must admit, I've had my property for over 10 years. She's pretty much come around for a cup of tea um, every six months, nine months or so. And so, I was introduced to you, but I must feel I feel a bit obligated to work with her or to list my house with her. I don't know how you feel about that. Um, to, to be honest, I genuinely feel that humans naturally, I feel myself personally, are loyal creatures, and I can understand how you do feel like you're betraying her. And today is just a conversation. At the end of the day, you need to select the best person who's going to get you the most amount of money. In the shortest yep, in the shortest time frame, and if that happens to be her, and you feel that's her, by all means go for it. I never want to hold someone to a relationship, an agency agreement. If you feel that I'm not the best person, I wouldn't want to be selected. And at the end of the day, this is property in Australia is people's biggest asset most of the time. Yeah, and we need to try and ma maximize that so you can. I'm sure on the other side, though, you'd be in contact with, with some potential sellers on the other side. You'd give me in contact with yourself, right? So do you feel like they're obligated to use your services in that scenario? Uh, absolutely not obligated. Do I wish they use my services? 100%. Okay. However, I see this game as trying to help as many people as I can. And if they would like, if they feel that I'm the best suited to them, Amazing, let's work together. However, I try and be as unselfish as I can. Obviously, I love doing business, but I don't, yeah. want, to, I don't want to feel that just because I've contacted you so many times that you need to use me. But yes, I would love everyone to use me. Okay, I don't know. To a degree. All right, so I have some hard in questions from here. So 
as you said, I want to sell my property for the most amount of money. Um, there's always this dreaded part that we've got to go back and forth and talk about the commissions. Now, in the end, Kurt, I want to pay the lowest amount possible. Can you, I, I was just going to pop pop in there, pipe in there. Please. A lot of agents are so fearful of talking about their commission. Yep. The buyer, oh, sorry, the seller has to bring it up. Yeah, right. Is And that immediately puts agents on the back foot. Now, sometimes agents are really good and they're just scared of bringing up. I like to bring it up straight at the straight at the front. Right, okay. And how usually I approach this situation is be like, hey, Chris, we've had a little introduction. Today I'm going to cover the main points and then we're going to go into the, the process and why I'm different. However, at the start, I'm going to cover my performance reward, the investment into your marketing and the potential final price. Yep. And then we can discuss the process on how we're going to achieve achieve that. Okay, so, so you, for you, you as an agent, you bring that up early in the conversation. So for today, like we said, I'm sort of bringing it up first, but you typically would bring it up first, which I think is the right try, thing to do from a negotiation try, standpoint. Try and cover the points. Yeah. A couple of reasons. One, if someone, I'm of the belief is a com- commission doesn't win you business. It doesn't, like if, if you're gonna lose business on commission, or if you're going to win it on commission, you're also going to lose it on commission. True, true. Yeah, very, very wise words. For me, I think this idea that people try and get the agents to keep dropping and dropping and dropping their fee is means the agent needs to find more stock to make just sort of the same level of income. It's I know people see agents driving around with all these slushy things. A lot of agents are not that will offer there's a lot of debt out there with real estate agents and it's all for show um there's actually this story i know of someone they're going to sell their house in the near future an investment property uh they're already decided they're going to pay the agent five percent five percent yeah it's a bit high so their thinking process behind it was how much is that agent going to work for them knowing that there's five percent commission i guess it makes a big difference right every thousand dollars you're talking significantly different or every ten thousand every hundred thousand dollars significantly different yeah. in their back pocket so yeah i can get that also means you're giving away a lot of money though it does but they, they they want to see the agents come out and actually show their processes and how they are rather than it being focused on commission yeah i think i think is now I'm, I'm not saying in in sydney prices you need to go and that level offer five percent to the agent however I think you would really see a different side if the standard uh, fee used to be 2.2% and actually got rid of that, trying to create more competition for it maybe to go up, but naturally people have just gone down and everyone feels Race to the bottom. Yeah, which, what kind of standard are you going to get? No, I'd agree. Okay. So if I was like, hey, Chris, today we're going to cover a couple of things. I'm going to cover my performance reward, the investment into the marketing and the potential sale price that we can get for your property. Yep. And then I'm going to, we're going to discuss the process. And then any other questions or things that you would like to bring up? Yep. All right, that makes sense. So let's let's let the commission question from here. What about what are the unique selling propositions? Are the points different between agent to agent? What do you typically see agents are spruiking? Is their points different? And also, what are your what do you see as your points difference? Uh, so you sort of mostly highlight to clients. So one of those is my honesty. I won't sugarcoat things. I do know what happens is a lot of real estate agents in a lot of other companies, one, and this is trying not to badmouth, but to make people aware, because I'm in the industry, people lie. People, for example, if a 
you're not getting many people through your open homes. Agents will sometimes make up people to get through people. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Agents can also say other things such as not lead on how interested a buyer potentially is. So then when it comes to the crunch time of making the decision, oh, that person has now jumped up or shown extra interest, yep. go with it. So for me, my point of difference is I will not lie. I will not sugarcoat okay. it. I had a property recently this year where we really only had one person. I told them where it was at and there was a lot of ups and downs. There was a lot of ups and downs yep. in this buyer. And unfortunately, my vendors had to ride that emotion and I had to try and coach them through that. Yeah, but I said, I would rather you know exactly, exactly what I know so you can make the most informed decision when the time comes yep. rather than you not being sure, are you getting told the full picture? Yeah. So okay. my honesty um, is one thing. My care factor, the reason why I have my performance reward at 2%, Couple of things. I say performance reward because I don't get paid until you're happy with the dollar figure. Okay. Now, I will never pressure you into accepting a dollar figure, but at the moment, I'm currently working for free. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, of course, which is just transparent, yeah. right? It's just how it is. And sometimes the probably standard fee agents are trying to go for is 1.65%, including GSC, so really it's only 1.5%. Right. And for me, that extra 2% means I'm not worried about trying to get bulk listings, bulk volume. For me, even if I only had a couple of listings at a time that I'm working on, yeah. that's more than enough for me to try and get you the best price and work really hard for you. Yeah. So my care factor is why, that's why my commission is a little bit higher and I won't lie to you and be upfront and honest. Take it from there, okay. All right, good. So now obviously I'm looking to sell this property here. Um, I should always use an agent locally in the area, correct? Not always, Chris. Why? I guess I, even as a buyer, I get this. Sometimes people are going, that agent's selling a property here. Why are they selling a property? They're always selling over the other side of Sydney. Why are they selling here? So why is it you think sometimes an agent outside of the area could be better than someone inside the area? Uh, sometimes I think it's a very fresh perspective. Yep. Now, the caveat also is sometimes if an agent's not showing care, not putting in the effort, or not being very careful, they can be caught out by the trends, the small little trends that are going on. So there is that advantage of going with someone local. However, there is so much information online these days that it's ridiculous. Agents have even more than the general public, so we know exactly what things are selling for, we know how long things are on the market, yeah. we know who's selling it, we know how many times the property maybe has changed between agents, we get to see graphs, data, trends. What about, what are the data? Always say, oh, agents here have got all the data, all the people who are looking to buy in the area. Sure, that's a hard thing to come up against. How do you combat when you got other agents saying, I'm in here, I've been here for 20 years, I know all the buyers in the area. And an agent outside of market, how do they compete with that? On average, people change property every seven years. Yep. So if you've been, if, you, if an agent's been in the area for 21 years, we could have had three different owners or three potential different families for every house coming into that property. Yep. Um, off markets, we spoke about this topic a little while ago. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like off market versus If full, someone really, really wanted campaign. to do an off market, which is for my, most of the time is not the best way to get the highest price unless that person is coming in and going well above what you think Otherwise, you'd yep. like well above. Maybe, maybe. 
that's when having a local agent because they're in there, they have the buyers. However, a lot of people that are coming through open homes, even if they're in the database, saw the property on either realestate.com or domain. Yep. So you, you're not really attracting in buyers agents as well. I've worked with buyers agents that are not local. So the idea that an agent is able to attract buyers to a property, that might be true for one or two buyers that you're, or a couple of buyers that you're staying in contact, but they not always buy that property. Yeah. So being a, the local agent in terms of being able to get buyers there, you know it yourself, viewers, you're looking on REA and domain even when you should be sleeping, so. <laughs> does does easily happen, okay. All right, what about, um, we finished today's session, you know, you, you've told me everything, obviously we haven't talked about the house, but let's imagine we've talked about the property, everything else, walked away. There's always this expectation as a seller that I have this pressure of getting back with you minutes after or day after. Well, how do you play that game of after the consult, given the time, given the person time to breathe, but also you're, you're also aware that they're probably going to choose an agent within four or five days of meeting with you? Uh, I try and set the expectation there when, when I'm going to follow up. Um, and I also preface this by saying, I actually preface this at the start of the interview, let's say. I'll yep. be like, hey, Chris, as much as this is an interview for me, I'm also interviewing you. Yep, the reason, true way. Yeah. The, the reason is, if this is not going to work, I don't, I don't want to force it. I want this to be a very mutual relationship where we are working together as, I guess, almost as a, a joint business in trying to get the best potential result. Yep. And if we don't see eye to eye in terms of most things or what's going to make this relationship work, I'm happy to walk away and I want you to feel the same. Okay. So then when we get to the end of it, be like, look, Chris, I might actually say it. Now, I haven't yet in my career because generally I feel by me putting that out there at first, saying, look, there's no pressure on this relationship. And it also makes the other person try and realize they just can't demand everything. Yeah. There is a potential for me to walk away, which holds, yeah. my, holds the real estate agent's value higher, which is, I actually think a really good question is, to ask the agents, can you lower your fee? Yeah. I think you should ask that. And if someone goes to lower it, don't choose them. Okay. Reason being, the moment someone comes up to your home and wants to uh, offer a little bit less. They'll, they'll act the same. They're going to act the same. Yeah, they're not, cool. they're not, they're not going to protect the value. Now, obviously, the agents are 4 or 5% in Sydney market. But maybe they offer a 4 to 5% service. I think probably uh, one thing to also, a little bit of attention to be careful of, is agents we speak all the time. We're very, very good at speaking. Even the dodgy agents, even the worst agents in the world, as you know, can talk. So yeah. it's listening out, that's one tip. If an agent drops their fee to match what you want, what are they gonna do with your property? Are they gonna protect your value or are they gonna get you to try and there's this, there's this point, isn't there? Because what we're looking for, what I'm looking for in a sofa, we should um, get towards the end of today's podcast. We're going a bit over time. But as a seller, we want to sell on the route most, we want to sell on a reasonable time, whatever that reasonable time looks like, for the most amount of money. And I think agents, most agents, and I'll just say the overall industries, right. want to sell on a reasonable time, but for, the, for a reasonable amount of money. You know, getting the most amount of money, if they're doing 40 transactions, 100 transactions, 150 in a year, Whilst it's still important for their vendor or the seller that they get that, 
there is also a part that if they're selling more and more and more, the 1% more they get in each property, which slows them down from doing a transaction to the next transaction, next transaction, so decreases their volume, has an impact. So I think what you talked earlier on about finding someone with integrity, honesty, really walking through the process, happy to you know work with the timelines that the person has, but also happy to understand that this might sell overnight, but it also might take to the auction. It might also sell after the auction if, there's an, if it's an auction campaign. Yeah. And all are okay. I think in the last thing, because I think we haven't touched on it, that we should is the price question. Go on. Is, so it's kind of a question I think a lot of real estate agents mess up and a lot of people don't understand the correct response or where the agent's mindset should be. Now, anyone can disagree. Other agents more than happy to disagree. Is in Australia, comparables, as long as a real estate agent can prove why a price should be a certain point, fair trading, basically has no issue. Yep. The way I would look at it, when you ask agent, how much can I get for my property? Mm-hmm. Actually, Chris, ask that question. How much can I get for my property, Kurt? Chris, perfect. So what we've got here, you've got a list of 10 comparable sales, it might be five sometimes, or surrounding sales. Now roughly, we've got some properties here selling at two and a half million. Yep. We've also got some properties selling down here at one and a half. We're gonna have a look through these and try and work out where your property sits in that scale where people are likely to judge your property. Yep. So I dare say your property is going to sit, I'd actually go through why, but around that 2 million range. However, we're not going to stop there. We're going to aim for as much as we can. I'm not going to put a limit on it. Now on our agency agreement, we do need to say yep. where, the, ag- where the agent thinks, le- and that's from a very legal point of view. And so we both agree that it sits around this 2 million mark, so yep. I'm happy to put this is where I think. However, I'm aiming for the stars. Yeah. Now, one thing you can guarantee with me is that the person with the deepest amount of pockets or the one that puts the highest offer out there, we will find it. Yeah, okay, that's where you... So, 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 so yeah, some, someone may, may have $3 million for your property. However, someone may only be willing to pay maybe 2.2 or maybe 1.98. But if that is the highest person out there, we will make sure we find that person, person for okay. you. Yeah, work with them through that. Okay, we'll have to call it to an end. Yes. I think we've got time for I one. I get super excited. <laughs> we do and do, we do, indeed. Well, next week, we're gonna flick it over and uh, it's gonna be, gonna be my turn in the hot seat. You're under the grill, mate, Gordon so we, Ramsay. We, we did decide, instead of three quick questions, we're just gonna have one quick question. We don't even need to go through the preference. Um, you Sch- shoot away, Kurt, what is it? Schooner or pint for you? Schooner. 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 My question. Uh, if you're going to get a tattoo, what would it be of? Uh, three words. Don't give up. First song I ever wrote. Oh, first song. There yeah. you go. Very good. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, as we always say, you know, this episode has been a bit different, but just our advice is always general in nature. So work and speak, seek out the professionals if you're going to do anything around your investment, around your properties. But otherwise, um, thank you for dropping by. Yeah, this is the Sydney Property Muppets podcast. Have a fantastic weekend. Yeah. <laughs>